Hey, it's Emily. And Lauren. And welcome to Gleek Please with Emily and Lauren. Period. Yeah. So, we tried to do this last week, and I was really sick and couldn't breathe, so we couldn't do it. And Emily was really tired, so we had to recuperate. And now here we are. I'm still sick, but I'm feeling a lot better, even though I just got these antibiotics yesterday. How did that sound? That sounded fine. Okay. I'm recording with my break on. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Sickness. So I went to the doctor yesterday, and got prescribed two medications, and I had to, I had to take Claritin to get the drainage out of my throat, because they keep coughing. Luckily, it's not bronchitis. I thought I was going to, y'all never going to hear from me again. Because I wouldn't be on his earth. Okay? <laughs> um, and what else? And I had to get a humidifier just to clear everything out. So, pray for me. Thank y'all. Mm-hmm. And in positive news, really positive news, I hope y'all are happy for me. Um, I hope y'all are happy for me. Oh, sorry. Cough drop. <laughs> I have found another job and it is higher paying and the hours are great. We can record earlier and overall it's just God bless. <laughs> because the tea is that the new director that we just got, she's been here for what? Two or three three months at the most. She quit this week. Because we hadn't gotten a well, we used to get the schedule for the next two weeks because I had the interview last week Friday, mm-hmm. and then, um, and then he just kind of wanted to know a start date, and I was scared that I wouldn't get the job because I didn't necessarily have one, and I was like, wait, they haven't sent the schedule out, um, for the next two weeks, and I was like, um, so the earliest I start is March thirteenth, which is next week Friday, so, period. So I I emailed him and he was like, Oh great, we'd love to offer you the position. And I was like, God bless. So yeah. And shout out to my old director who quit because he didn't put out the schedule. So I was able to put in my two weeks. As as soon as I could. Oh, I'm so happy. And at first I was scared that I'll have to like email them or find out how to do it. Because at first I couldn't see it when I was because you have to do it through the computer. You don't have you can't email them. Mm-hmm do it with majority of places but yeah I was scared um so my orientation is on the 13th and I start on the 16th mm-hmm. yeah I'm going back to being a barista y'all first and do what I know best I want me my assistant director why she's about to like cry because they the our kind of stand-in director who was what the one before and she works with licensing and everything because I work at I work at the daycare and all that. Mm-hmm. So I was standing there and she had opened the the resignation and I'm like oh. I got awkward and I was like oh no and then she looked at then my assistant director looked at me and she was like is there anything we can do to improve I was like it's not you because it's not her. Um but yeah no, it's like, why did she have to get it right when I'm standing here? Why would you do that, guys? <laughs> but yeah, so bad news and good news. Bad news is I'm dying. 
The good news is I'm still have another job that's higher paying with better hours, better pizza, better quality. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of what what brand that is. I couldn't even finish the joke. <laughs> anyway, what's going on with you? Um, what is going on with me? Um, I'm. I'm going through it with the boy issues. Sick and tired yeah. of it. Hate men. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the best Trying part? To... Yeah. Semester? Um, August 22nd, I think. Mm. Warm. That's yeah. just kind of seeing everybody graduate. Literally. <laughs> or graduate. It is like, you know, about that, about that stuck feeling. Hopefully with this new job, it'll just help me feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I still don't know what I want to do. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know, you already know. I ain't gonna say it again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm supposed to be a senior and I'm going back in as a sophomore. I know, bro. Hate I, was, it. I was basically still a basically like probably still a freshman because I failed so many classes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we get each other. We see each other. Besties. We good. School dropouts. Anyway, period. This is ain't James. This is ain't James. Us. <laughs> Except we have not gone on the coach of a winning glee club. <laughs> I do not have the credentials. No, I can't even play piano. I can't teach nobody. I'm on my ear. <laughs> I can't. I can't even sight read. <laughs> like I just, have, I, I have to. I can learn by ear, and I can, um, you know, I can read music, but I just have to be able to connect the two together. Together, together, <laughs> together. Because oh. I'm trying to keep the talk dropping my mouth. <laughs> together, so um, because everything's in the net. She teaches lessons. She, mm-hmm. yeah, she gives lessons. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she's such a busy lady, though. I'm kind of scared that. Because Jackson, we want to put him in piano lessons too. He just has to be able to read first, which is pretty mm-hmm. close. But yeah. That's that. What is going on in pop culture? Oh my goodness. I feel like so much has happened since. <laughs> in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Um, well, everyone. Yeah. Everyone has seen the articles <laughs> about the Spring Awakening documentary. I just <laughs> <laughs> why it's is, is everything everything we learn about her is against our will. <laughs> I'm just like I'm being held hostage with a gun to my head, and they say <laughs> if you want to you want to be free, then you have to listen to every single detail of Leah Michelle and Jonathan Groff's friendship. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> It's it's just so scary. And I mean, some people people are like, 
it's going to be the comeback for Leah Michelle. She's not going to be booked and busy ever again. That's just, mm-hmm. she's just one of those type of celebrities. You've had her moments. She had her fame in between 2009 and 2021. And that's it. She'll still get checks, but she's not going to, no directors are going to be hitting her up. I would love to have Leah Michelle in my show or my movie. No. no nobody's no saying that. Like, I know I feel like podcast, she's very. Like, I'm a speaker. <laughs> I just feel like she's stay at home mom now. That's sort of where she is. Yep. Collect your glee checks. And your Scream Queens checks, and now your Spring Awakening documentary checks, and be done. Be down content. Yeah. With your weird relationship with Jonathan Groff. What is Jonathan Groff's middle name? I I should know. <laughs> I was looking at the Wikipedia the other day. Yeah. Go look it up real quick. I'll look it up. <laughs> no, because I watched the documentary and then I just did a full-on research. <laughs> I was like, I have to know everything about these people. <laughs> Literally, that's all. Every time I watch something, I'm like, I have to know this person's entire credit. Entire line of credit. I was, like, I was like, John Gallagher? Oh, I love him. <laughs> His middle name is Drew. I feel like I knew that. I knew that a couple um, days ago, and then I forgot. Yeah. Me, I don't have HBO Max, so I haven't seen the documentary, but I do have Twitter. Mm-hmm. And TikTok. And just why? I just She wanted that cloud. That's what she wanted. That's why she told that. Because oh. nobody would ever... I would take that to the grave if I were actually yeah. here, which I wouldn't. <laughs> and like, in the articles, it felt so aggressive. Like he didn't ask. She just showed him his vagina. Oh, wait. She, <laughs> she showed him her vagina. But did um, she just but, sexually assault him? No. Um, he literally asked to see her vagina. Okay. So, because he wanted to ask, know the geography. Look it up. Google it. Yeah, look. he. He didn't want to look on the internet. He wanted to look at Leah Michelle. He wants to see me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, folks. It's too much. Where you been? <laughs> what was the other thing that she said? And the story about how in love she was with Jonathan before he came out. Do I blame her? No. Did she have to tell everybody that she was hanging out? No. Yeah, and they talked about that in the documentary too. I I guess the story is that Jonathan was essentially trying to play straight, and he let her on a little bit. Mm. Yeah, like he wasn't ready to come out because he didn't want to get typecasted and all this stuff. Um, did they interview Jonathan? What did he talk about? Like, all I'm hearing about is what Leah talks about. I mean, essentially, it would, like, Leah would bring up a topic, and then Jonathan would put his two cents in. Gosh, he and can't then, even be great without her. It's, I think a part of it is because he doesn't have social media, which is fine, yeah. I guess. But in situations like this, he just feels like, ooh, he feels like a, like, like, like a lap dog or something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. 
<laughs> you know, uh, like it sounds mean, but like, what do we know about Jonathan that he's been able to tell himself? Like, not much. Um, he did share time, how he came out, but like that was about it. Yeah, like every time something happens with Jonathan Goff, everybody and Lee and Michelle is brought into it. It's like he can't be great. I'm just mm-hmm. glad she ain't been since. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But if we think about it, Linda Miranda should have been in Glee. Mm-hmm. In the high school. Bring it on came out. He should have yeah. been because he was on Law and Order before Hamilton. Yeah. I would think he in Glee. It's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. You know who should have been in Glee too? Because he was in community, Jack Black. I was thinking about this the other night. I was like, why was Jack Black in Glee? You know, because Fo- Community was was at Fox on Fox too, mm-hmm. like he would just been perfect. Like even if just for a cameo. My guy, I love like Black Jack. <laughs> Jack Black. I'm almost guy. finished with Community. I am not. I I can start rewatching. I've been binging. I can start rewatching it with my mom um once once my mm-hmm. schedule um changes because we started mm-hmm. watching it when I was when I wasn't working. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna probably watch it eventually, like by myself. But yeah, because I need to I need to catch up so we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. I know I got a couple spoilers. Well, one make one big spoiler like I know about um oh boy who mm-hmm. right. Sorry, it's audio medium. Spotify wants us to make a video podcast so bad. Like, no, bro, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't want to dress up for these. No, I have all my PJs. <laughs> Ain't nobody need to see my face. Only time I get done up is for collabs. We've only had three of them. Four if we want to get technical, but we're not. Yeah. But, well, we can, yeah, four. Hmm. You see you anything else? Oh yeah. Um Darren is eligible for a Tony nomination. Yeah, because they extended it. Yeah, I learned that today. Um Ariana DeBose is hosting the Tonys. I'm so freaking happy for her. And then Beanie Feldstein has been getting backlash for being nasally as Fanny Bryce, but it's like mm-hmm. isn't like a Jewish stereotype that they talk nasally? I mean, I think so. I'm like 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 the like like on the nanny and other examples mm-hmm. that I can't think of. I feel like that's just like when people do the standard like New York accent, they kind of put a little yeah. nasal to it. Yeah, and like Patty Lapone says nasally. Yeah. Don't nobody talk about Patty. They yeah, do, when but Leah, like, not like that, like she's still a legend. Yeah, when Leah did it on Glee, she did it nasally. That's because she was just kind of trying to copy uh, Leah Michelle's Fanny Bryce was Barbara Fanny Bryce. Mm-hmm. Leah doesn't know how to be her own person, and that's that's the thing. People. 
because people are like, oh, Leah should have been Fanny. If you want to see Leah as Fanny, then watch Glee. Beneath us thing got cast for a reason. You don't just get cast mm-hmm. on Broadway for like no reason. And it wasn't stunt casting because she's not that famous, even if she's a part of nepotism. So it's like, sorry, my nose is running. It's just, it's just annoying that people are talking bad about her. It's like, you don't, you don't just get cast in a Broadway show for funsies like that, especially for a real, um, uh, uh, Arrival. Yes. <laughs> hey. Yeah, especially for a revival, because they kind of wanted to stay on Broadway, so they wouldn't. Yeah, you know, they wouldn't mess with their chances like that. It's gonna be hot. Like I, I hate when people talk stuff, all because pe- people don't fit into what their standards are. Mm-hmm. Like if she can hit the notes. If she can have the comedic timing, that's all I need. That's all I need. That's what I need. People are saying Jane Lynch is amazing. So. As she should be. Andrew from Week of the Week, he saw it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So he said it was great. But he saw, what's her name? Julie something. John Beattie's understudy. Yeah. And she's an amazing as well. I would love to see the production with either of them. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm taking people talk stuff. That's it. Like it can't, you know. I, you know, I talk my stuff, but like, it's never just to be a hater. Majority of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. So, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the episode "Dream On." Why did I say yeah. it like that? Um, I don't know. Uh-huh. And okay. then what happened? <laughs> and then what happened? Okay, so starting with songs. Um, almost all these titles have dream in them. Or have to do with a dream. Right. Because so original. Um, <laughs> dreams. Thank you. Right. So we have Dream On by Aerosmith. Safety Dance by Men Without Hats. I Dreamed a Dream from Les Mis. And Dream a Little Dream Me, um, I believe, by the Mamas and Papas. I don't know who was by. So many covers. I, I don't know who was I, There's first. so many covers. That, Thursday, yeah. <laughs> According to the Wikipedias, um, that's the first popularized version. So I'm going to go with Mamas and Papas. Okay. Let's take a pause. I need to blow my nose. Okay. Awesome. Ice cream. Late though. They're closing 45 minutes. I mean, 15 minutes. Okay. Um, Storylines in this episode. Um, R. King, Neil Patrick Harris, Brian Ryan. Um, William Williams, former enemy, which really I think he and made Ryan it all up in his head. William William. Ryan Ryan and William William. <laughs> you think he, think he created that little? Yeah, I think. I just I don't think that Brian actually cared at all about Will. So why would he put in the effort to make him his enemy? I think yeah. Will was just jealous. Oh yeah, he was. 
Yeah. Yep. So Brian Ryan um now works for the, the thing. <laughs> the school and school board wouldn't say that. Yeah. Yeah, the school board. He can cut programs. That's all he needs. Yeah. And he hates musical theater now because it didn't work out for him. Um, he wants to cut the glee club. So. Yeah. What else? What are the other storylines? Um, we also have Rachel's birth mom storyline. And we find out that Jesse didn't start dating her for the right reasons. We, well, we find out who Rachel's mom is as well. We also find out that her mom is none other than Shelby Corcoran. I don't know if we revealed that on here beforehand. <laughs> we might have. I feel like that's something we would do. Yeah. That's kind of those. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I don't know anybody who's listening who hasn't other than Brie, who hasn't watched the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, continue. Yeah. And lastly, um, Artie wants to be a dancer. Obviously, that can't happen because he can't walk. Um, and Tina mistakenly makes him believe that he can accomplish those dreams. And then Jonathan, Jesse, (laughs) basically, you know, he has to do Shelby's bidding. And so when he does that, he has to give Rachel this tape that's supposed to be in the box of whatever things that her her dads have collected since birth. Um, It's a tape of Shelby singing, I Dream the Dream. And imagine the trauma. Imagine the trauma. Emotional damage. Like, I just want to know how the canon works for a second, though, as well. Idina Menzel, Mm -hmm. famous for playing, being the original Alpha Boy in Wicked. Wicked is a known musical in Glee. They say Defying Gravity. Mm-hmm. Who yeah, plays so, um, her? I'm, my brain goes, says that Eden Espinosa played, was the original Elva Boy and the original um, Maureen. Maureen. Mm-hmm. And, speaking of rent, I'm going to see a local production of that this coming Saturday. It's going to be so good. Having the cast yeah. is black. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's yeah. I wonder how all that is. Anyways, imagine I could not imagine the emotional damage, and the way that Jesse forces her. Yeah, she literally said, "I don't want to listen to it. I'm not ready." It's like, there you are. Great point. Because if you actually wanted to know her, then her dads would have talked. You know, her dads would have talked about her. So that breaks know that she wasn't a bad person. But spoiler, Shelby Corcoran is a bad person. Whether she, she wants to frame enemy. her as well. She is the villain. 
No, bro. I love yeah, it. Better. <laughs> What'd you say? I hate everything about Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> Nothing good about her character. I just, I no. can't look at her, her like voice. clean slate. It just, I can't do it. No. And it gets worse as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. Oh, it gets so much worse. Oh, I have so much to talk about. I'm so <laughs> Emotional damage. That's emotional damage, too. And how did Jesse get in the house? <laughs> She's casually like, Jesse, what are you doing here? First question is, how the devil did you get in my house? What are you doing here? <laughs> Because I, I know her dads aren't just letting her boyfriend up in her room. Right. Hmm. Hate to see it. So, see it. <laughs> I have to look at my notes. So, Jesse comes back from spring awakening oh my god spring break <laughs> spring break guys i had a dream about adrenaline. spring awakening not nothing but gooey related things on the brain no i had a dream that i was leah's understudy for spring awakening and everybody liked me more but i actually i couldn't do the trauma of that role it's too dark let me tell you, I don't know, none other than like a sex scene in four or five. That, <laughs> what goes on in that show? Oh I don't, don't tell me either. I, I'm a thing I might go through my whole life without it. You can't, it's too dark for you. You wouldn't be able to do it. You don't know what I know. You don't know okay, what I'm if you through. can't watch Euphoria, you definitely can't watch Spring Awakening. It's not that I can't watch Euphoria, it's that I don't want to. Well, I just don't like dark stuff. Yeah, it, it's too dark for you. That's what I'm saying. Musicals aren't the same thing. Okay. There's a sewer slide. Okay. And a, a botched abortion resulting in death. So. <laughs> Girl, you don't. I have no idea what I've witnessed. No idea what I know. You know, some. Um, uh, yeah, that's literally nothing. I mean, like, obviously it's something. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's like masturbation. It's, it's very yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, spring break. Yeah, and what happened? I don't remember. He meets Rachel in the dance studio. He's so dramatic. First of all, <laughs> the entrance and Leah Michelle cannot dance. Can they stop nah. trying to make it seem like she can dance? So if she's doing about like she was three, she can't dance. You can't convince me that she can. Because she can't. I don't care what you say. This is what I see. I see a no dancer have. That's what I see. Matthew Morrison and Leah Michelle. They either have speech impediments or they have this character choice where they stutter. I I want to know the reasoning behind if it's a character choice, but they both have it. Like when they like start out their line, you know, it was like I, I, I 
or just like I like I, I hate to imitate it, but like if you don't know if you don't get what I'm talking about, have you noticed that? No. Or like and and. No. Or whatever. You, now that I've said it, please look at look at. Okay, me. I'll I'll look for next episode. Next episode. What's next episode? Uh, theatricality. Here, period. Theatricality and funk. That's yeah. your faves. Those are my faves. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love. I'm all over the place. I don't care. I love Kevin and Jenna's chemistry. I can mm-hmm. definitely see why Jenna had a crush on him. <clears throat> Not so much. He was in a boy band. Yeah. I can see, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would too. I would too. Oh yeah, it was just, it was just so, like I love Tina and Audie's relationship in season one. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have continued. Um, <laughs> what do you have? Here, here's here's the thing with Artie and Tina. It was so like sweet. And innocent in season one, and mm-hmm. you could you could tell that like Tina just really cared about Artie, and she was she she went about it the wrong way in this episode, like supporting his dreams. Um, I think she was just trying to prosper some hope that one day he might be able to walk again. I showing him the statistics. Yeah. Um, that was a no go. This is, I think, I think it's also one of those things that just, and in the, in the in this type of situation, and a couple other things, only a few other things in the show that I chalk up to like being young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> not, like it felt, knowing. it felt very much like she's a freshman. She just wants to yeah. make her boyfriend feel better. Mm-hmm. And she'll do anything to do it. Yeah. Brian Ryan, when he when he talked to the Glee Club, he low key did not lie. He just was projecting <laughs> as mm-hmm. he did it, so I like kind of negated everything that he was saying. Mm-hmm. Do I know I have a one in a hundred million billion trillion William William answers to make it on Broadway? Yes, <laughs> but am I still going to have that dream? Yes. Am I delusional? <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> I think yeah, it was like I, I necessary. Yeah, yeah. Because underclassmen got big hope, big hope. You're like, I'll let y'all know that it probably won't happen, especially living in a small country town like they do. Mm-hmm. They don't even live in a city; they live in a town. Yeah, and like, like I, like you said. I understand her Tina's intentions, but she went about it entirely wrong. Mm-hmm. When Brian Ryan said, "Ever since I stopped performing, I cannot stand my life," I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. Also, I need to see Jonathan grow up in more campy stuff like Glee. He's so mm-hmm. good at it. He's so good at being over dramatic. I need that in my life. Yes. 
like some some I can't think of any example. Freaking, I don't know. Like just like over the top, it's so stupid that it's good type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to see him in that. Or like just like just just fun movies that are made yeah, like, for fun, like like Austin comedies. Land. Yeah, have you seen Austin Land? Love yeah, Austin Land. I love oh! Austin. It's so it can't be. I love it, but it's still good. That's mm-hmm. what we. That's what we need Jonathan Groff to be in. Jonathan, please, we beg. Like Revenge of the Bridesmaids, just fun. Mm-hmm. I just got a basic story, and you, it, yeah, I need that. <laughs> I need it in my life, please, Jonathan. I beg. They should have put I him in the Barbie movie. In a new Barbie movie, I can't wait for that to come out. I'm eating up. What do you have? I don't remember where I was going with this one note. I don't, I don't get where I was going with it. The wine that made me a St. Barry stand. Yes. I know what you're going to you, say. You being on Broadway isn't a fantasy. It's yeah. an inevitability. Punch on I, oh, <laughs> if a man said that to me, fall into the ground. I'll be weak in the knees. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Put you in your hands if you will. <laughs> and then when he asks her, but then when he asks her, what is her other dream besides Broadway? Like finding my mom. And then I just like I like the chemistry between Lee and Jonathan. Like I can't stand mm-hmm. them friends. Not that I want them to not be friends. I just don't. They annoy me. <laughs> I love Jonathan, <laughs> but they annoy me. Because like, how can you be friends with her? Oh God, I cannot be imagined being friends with her. Like, oh, I'm sorry. And they've been friends for so long. Like, how is for he not so giving long. up? Ain't no, I. Do thick and thin? Do you have to though? We won't judge you if you stop. I promise. <laughs> and I feel like that may also be why he doesn't get as either. He's truly not to act as much. Like how Andrew Garfield just said he's going on a break, mm-hmm. or. If it does leave hmm. what's the tea? I might put that wrong. We'll see. Maybe I feel like being messy this week. One of the All symptoms right. of my meds are kind of irritability. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, the chemistry. Yeah. I just like the conversation of them walking down the hall. It was really, it was really good to me. I love that. Um. Yeah, he's like, "Why are you pushing this?" And he was like, "I just want to help you." And the way he said it, he was like, "Why did I switch schools?" Was not only to be with you. He said, "Not to help you live out your dreams or whatever." It's also win another national championship title. What I said it made me feel, and what I also think is, why would he? If that's the case, why switch school? Why not stick where you know you're gonna win for a fact, mm-hmm. as opposed to going with the underdog? Yeah, that should have been a clue for Rachel, but she was stuck in like, oh my god, this fine upperclassman is not for me, and lucky don't blame her. <laughs> oh, we should talk about the performances. Oh yeah, we should. We we can do that. All right. How about those? not right yep okay so technically we had a tiny little bit of piano man yeah 
Yeah. Um, um, Neil went for Neil it. Went for Did I listen to it? No. I just something about the live singing makes me cringe. I don't know. I can deal with some things other times I can't. Yeah. So two like unreleased songs in this episode come up in future episodes. Hate that. Yeah. Like, I don't you know, there's so many songs in the world and y'all chose two that you already done. That's lazy. Yeah. Lazy. Anyway. Especially um, when two of them, when one of them is like the same type of thing. It's mm-hmm. just like a reused little mini mini thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um first real song of the episode is Dream On. <laughs> they down. I love this version better than the original. Sorry. Love you. Yeah, like love you, Steven Tyler, but there's something about this version that I just, it just it gives me a I can't let go of. It's just the harmonies are gorgeous. I love it. I love it. I love it. I and, eat it up every time. Mm-hmm. Word on the street is that Matthew Morrison was sick when they were recording this, so his voice sounds raspy. And it really helped him, I think. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Very I, few times that I find Matt attractive, mm-hmm. but this performance, mm-hmm. a little bad. <laughs> I was digging on William Nilliam. <laughs> yeah, bro. Listen, what was the other thing that I said? What did you say? That was- <laughs> A scene where he looked kind of fine. Um, touch or touch me? Maybe. I don't know. It was something I mean, like season one. I can't remember, whatever. Oh, I don't know. But yeah. Um, yeah. And the thoughts on Dream On. Who do you think? Uh, was- I don't know. Like, I, it feels so equal to me. I think Brian won because Neil Patrick Harris, you know, he's a, a theater guy. You know, you you hardly ever hear him sing other genres, so it's you know him sing rock and killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was hitting them high notes. Woo! Oh, so good. So oh, good. Love it. Ten out of ten. All right. Next is safety dance. Out of all songs, why this one? Actually, that's not where I want to start with. I cannot imagine, as a disabled person, being so excited to have representation just to find out that it's not a disabled actor in the role. And for them to have imagine, a whole dance number. Imagine the shock. Uh, yeah. I would stop watching. Yeah. And the fact that they did this on the Glee tour. And it's, it's just it's one of those things where it's like where it gives disabled people a bad bad rep mm-hmm. to make it seem like some, some of them are, some people are lying about their disability. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. That's it just case. feels especially, especially non-visible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I, I know yeah. that they were just trying to showcase that Kevin is an amazing dancer. Um, but they could know that looking at his boy band days. Yeah, because in, in like, if you want to make a character <laughs> that's nerdy, why make his disability his entire personality? Not entire personality, his, other than he's disabled and misogynistic. That's his personality. Like, what? Yeah. He doesn't really have many character traits other than it's, that. It's lazy character writing. Mm-hmm. And the song is terrible. I hate this okay, song. I, guess. I hate it so much. I was watching it and I was cringing. I was like, this song is just bad. It's just some bad song. That's one of them. They should have yeah. used this in, in Bad Reputation. Mm-hmm. Also, like, them but... using... They use Matt, Mike, and Brittany as background dancers. They're all at the mall at the same time? Yeah. Come on, you thought I wouldn't notice? Uh-uh. Oh, he was sit- he was sitting in the middle of the of the walkway. <laughs> <laughs> like she just left him right there. It's like okay. See ya. Ooh, pretzel. I kinda want a pretzel. Oh, well, I love good pretzels. I love good pretzels. When I oh. go to the mall. Either gotta get some pretzels or I gotta get a cookie from Barnes and Noble. I love Barnes and Noble cookies. They are not the same as Starbucks cookies. Barnes and Noble cookies are better. I feel like I've talked about this before. You probably have. And I'm gonna stand by my words. There's um, no Barnes yeah. and Noble in our mall. Oh really? I'm sorry. No. Do you have Is Barnes that and Noble for it? Huh? Do you have... no? What? You don't have a Barnes and Noble. Not in the mall. Anywhere? It's like in a strip. So you've had their cookies? Yeah. Okay, make sure. Yeah. I have yeah. to send you some. Because you, there's no recipe to duplicate online. <laughs> Why is there not a recipe to duplicate the, the recipe? Aren't what? Yeah. yeah, I'm not even gonna try to fix that. <laughs> mm, yeah, other than that, the performance wasn't bad. I just hate the song. The dancing yeah. was good. The song was terrible. Yeah. Also, it just it looked weird seeing Artie dance. Yeah, I because we... the outfit. <laughs> I think the outfit does somewhat have something to do with it because it's a similar outfit on the Glee tour, and it looks weird. It's just because Kevin got a long torso. Yeah. And then he wears his pants mid-waist. Like mid-stomach. So that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Yeah. Um, next is I Dreamed a Dream. And listen, I was watching with my mom. Every single time we bring up the fact that the casting for Shelby is perfect. Immaculate. That's yeah, the only, like, literally the only line I have. <laughs> the only thought I have on it. It's just they look like mother and daughter. And yeah. I know realistically when this was shot, they weren't that far apart in age. No. <laughs> like, maybe, like maybe 10 years at the most. Um, 
Canonically, but, Shelby was like 22 or whatever when she had Rachel. Mm-hmm. But they just, they look like 20. Yeah, great casting on their part. Um, we already talked about the trauma. They sang well. It sounded really good, though. Mm-hmm. But also, like, just her singing, like, hi, baby, I'm your mother, and then I just sing you a song? That's weird. I don't know. Just like, Why I think this will, I think this will, um, explain it to you, or whatever. I Dream the Dream is about, you know, a life lost. Or like a, a you know a dream life lost, mm-hmm. and you know about a man falling in love with a man, and him turning out to be a terrible person, getting the child taken away and all that. Mm-hmm. Shelby didn't get her child taken away; she did it willingly, mm-hmm. and she had also never fully stated that she wanted to keep Rachel. That's the thing. There it is. That's it. Mm-hmm. She like she signed she up for this. Rachel. She knew that she wasn't going to keep her. She didn't want to keep her. So ooh, I'm getting heated. I just everything about Shelby annoys me, and especially the fact that in the next episode, she doesn't care about Rachel. No, bro. The thing, she didn't want to keep her. She it was it's really selfish. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Shelby Corker completely selfish. That's her main character flaw. And what else was I gonna say? Yeah, Shelby. Shelby didn't fall in love with a man and him get and treat her like him treat her like dirt. Like like I think I dream the dream is not the song to sing for this moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, because Rachel has never thought about you know being with her mom like that. She just she never really said if she wanted to have her in her life. She just said she wanted to know her name or what she looks like. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, it's just annoying it's just everything about the storyline makes me all ready to fight because Shelby doesn't actually want her she just wants Rachel to know who she is it's like okay and where do we go from here do you want a relationship with me or what we'll find that out in the next episode they still haven't met yet by the way yeah this was sort of just a fantasy sequence um, and finally we have Dreaming Leo Dreaming Me Did not actually tap dancing. Fun fact. Yeah. I know. Harry also did not know how to tap dance. Yeah. It's dubbed. They're not wearing tap shoes. Yeah. Singing is good. Yeah. It's not a, the, even the background vocal side is really good. When Quinn puts her arm on yeah. Artie's shoulder and comforts him, I'm like, oh. Okay, nothing. That was just for that Maybe not to go that high. <laughs> but to go back to Shelby and Rachel real quick. Shelby was obsessing over a baby. Rachel is 15. You do not know Rachel. Mm-hmm. So for her, she created this. I got I got to hold it in. I got to talk about it in my next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't talk too much about it or else I'll start. Yeah. I only have one pillow. That's why I'm moving about. I forgot to put the other one down. Okay. I'm gonna sit here for an hour like that. <laughs> ooh, ooh, it was cold. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> um, Neil Patrick Harris and Jane Lynch. 
have some immaculate chemistry because the way they both can just fire off their, their lines yeah, and then have them in a scene together immaculate it's perfect what else you got what else do I got head cannon. oh oh what head cannon Jesse and Matt were cool and them plus Mike they would teach each other different dance moves they would practice in the in the in the practice room together, all this. That's my head cannon. <laughs> what were you going to say? Um, <laughs> we kind of forgot to mention that Will and Brian sing "Dream On" because they're auditioning for a community oh, yeah. production of Lamez, <laughs> and Will wins the part of Jean Valjean. And Brian gets a townsperson. Hurrah! Hooray! Like, it, it doesn't it, make sense. He would have gotten one of the one of the dudes, the part of the French Revolution, or even Marius. No, too old. Maybe even the officer. I mean, yeah. what's the name? Javier. Uh, I... Oh, yeah. Or Master of the House. What's the name? Monsieur of the the owner of the inn. Yeah. I know you're talking about. I said a name. I know. But my brain ain't functioning. Anyway. His voice, his audition was too good for him to just get a, a one one line part. And I know there weren't a bunch of people auditioning for that production. Exactly. In a, in a community theater production in Lima, Ohio? Come on. We heard that lady singing Big Spender. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> um, I just, we, we, we were talking about, oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Will, Will gives up the part of Jean Valjean to Brian if he'll keep the glee club. Doesn't uh-huh. cut the program. Which is like the only sincere teaching thing Will has ever done thus far. Oh. But the way they're making it seem like is that there is never gonna ever be another community per show, community production ever again. He would not get the chance to audition ever mm-hmm. again. <laughs> oh my God. Artie oh, gosh. When Artie goes to see Emma, I would not know what to do if I was in Emma's position. He handled it the best he could. Poor guy. Glee loves the pouring in the rain scene. Pouring Mm -hmm. in the rain. Running through the pouring rain. It is torrential rain. And you run up with no umbrella. When When Jesse goes to see Shelby in her car. Why are we meeting in a car? Why can't we just meet at the school in your office or something? I have a problem also because I read that gender bent for Barry book. They completely changed Shelby's character and made her redeemable. Mm-hmm. So when I when I watched the show, I'm like, why did oh yeah, wait, that didn't happen. That's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta keep reminding myself. That's that's a problem reading that fiction be as all though. Literally, you start blurring the lines. 
I've been reading my community fan fiction. I keep on thinking that Troy and Abed are in a relationship. Girl, what can you do? The one that you're writing? Because I haven't read it. No, I'm writing an Abed fic, but I, I keep on reading Trobed fics. Uh huh. So then I'm like, they're just a couple. Like, um. Keep forgetting it's not canon. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's pretty much the episode. You got anything else? Uh-uh. Cool beans, cool beans. Um, so best and worst. Yep, minus well. Too bad it's going to be a short episode. <laughs> Man, we're still at least over an hour. Just barely. We'll see, we'll see what the... What the yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Best and worst. Um, outfits. There were not a lot of best outfits. My nose is itchy. I'm not picking it. <laughs> For best, I put Shelby's dress when I dreamed the dream. I literally was was digging for scraps. <laughs> hmm. For worst, I put when Rachel finds the tape in her room. She had on a pink, blue, and purple striped sweater and a navy blue. What? Probably a skirt. Oh, over a navy blue dress that had polka dots. Oh, Jesus. Um, I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. Um, best outfit. Fun fact. I'm even worse at picking outfits when I watch it on the TV instead of my laptop. This is too big. Too big. Too much to look at. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, I'm not fast enough at pausing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Well, pause if I need to. <clears throat> but if I can remember the description, then I keep it. My brain moves too fast, and then I forget what I'm writing about. Anyway, best outfit. I picked Tina's. Okay. I'm gonna have to keep what? me saying Jesus in that call because you, the way you said that went immediately after. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That's okay. What were you um, saying? So, best outfit, I picked Tina's, like, button-up, black dress thingy. Um, it was right before she announced that Mike was her dance partner. Uh, that's just, like... rich. Yeah. Her clothes were immaculate. They may yeah. not be what I would wear, because I'm not Tina. But, like, yeah. her style? Love. Like, high-end clothing. A rich girl clothing. Yeah. And if not, she's really good at thrifting. Um, and I'm a while. She must be going to like Columbus and no, Dallas. <laughs> They're taking trips. Um, also, the purple streaks are so gorgeous. I love the purple streaks in her hair. So much better than <laughs> the blue. Anyway, worst outfit. Um, Emma's yellow turtleneck chunky necklace thing just wasn't a fan these chunky necklaces it's called paparazzi jewelry but hers be ugly also it was like aquamarine blue so oh my god my mom couldn't remember it <laughs> but we're built to remember these little niche things, or else we wouldn't be right. Even my mom gets pop pop. 
mom chooses to remember stuff. Other times she doesn't tell her anything. I've started to do her like she does me and not respond when she talks sometimes. Because mm-hmm. I told her I couldn't breathe and then you were there. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst character. Um, listen. I didn't feel like there was really a best character. Everyone felt kind of medium. Right. right. You get me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Um, besties for the resties. Um oh, I did pick well. I did pick Tina as best just because I felt like she was trying to make Artie feel better. It just like it didn't work out the way she wanted it to. And I'm a team stand for life. Um, And worst, um, once again, everyone felt middle ground. I didn't really feel like there were enemies, but I picked Brian, no matter how much they tried. Yeah, but I did pick Brian just because. Yeah. He didn't get the part, and then he was going to cuddly. Right. Felt a little petty. I chose Will because of his, um, what he did for the kids. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Nobody, I, like, it was, like, neutral with the amount of who got more attention in a storyline. Everybody had, the, like, the same amount, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was kind of hard to pick. Like, I chose Brian as my worst as well for the same thing. Just because he was meant to be the villain, even if he wasn't, wasn't necessarily. Yeah. Um, best and worst song? Best song, obviously, Dream On. Yes. And worst, Safety Dance. Of course. <laughs> We're in agreement. Assignment of the Week, there wasn't necessarily one, but you chose a song with Dream in it, right? Um... It doesn't have like the title dream, but it like focuses around my dreams. We'll allow it. Oh, we okay, say we're gonna do that. Well, if we're gonna do that, you need to pick out a dream song, and I will pick out a song about my dream. I can't think of a name with the dream in it. Look them up, just like I did with with yeah. with, with um. Hell, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine. Fine, let me go to my Spotify real quick. All right. Give me a second. A song that pertains to my dream. Mm. <laughs> I got it. You got it? I got it. Okay. Which one would you like to do first? We can start with actual dream and then metaphorical dream. Huh? Dream in the title. Dream in the title. And then metaphorical dreams. Not metaphorical. It is my dream. That's why that's what confused me. I'm like metaphorical. Okay. Yeah. Dreams. Dream. Oh wait. Dream dreams. (laughs) Anyway. I saw sweet dreams by Beyonce. Fun fact, and I just learned this yesterday because I saw a TikTok about it. Beyonce recorded Sweet Dreams in 15 minutes. She had 30 huh. minutes to leave. And she had 15 of them she spent recording the song. She didn't even do background vocals. The guy who, I wish I could remember his name, I'm sorry. The guy who helped, or who pre-recorded it for her to let to have her listen to it. Because originally, it was originally, called, originally titled Beautiful Nightmare. But they changed <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. It changed it to Sweet Dreams. So, yeah. Beyonce's talented. Don't ever discredit my queen again. What did you choose? 
I picked Sweet Dreams Are Made of This by the Eurythmics. My damn no. It, it's boppy. It's fun. Did you ever see that video of the couple at the gas station? And they were singing it? No. Look it up on YouTube. It's, it's really entertaining. Okay, I will. Okay, All right. next. Dreams. Our dreams. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear yours. Oh, you want me to go first, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so everybody and their mother knows that <laughs> writing is like my thing. That's what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I barely update my books, but that's fine. Girl, uh, one thing about me, I'm gonna make a book and not update it for months. <laughs> <laughs> one thing about me, I'll write my anniversary post and not talk about updating it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I picked "The Lakes" by Taylor Swift. Um, mm-hmm. this song is very poetic. It just it it gives English major vibes. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's why I picked it. When this podcast blows up, I want people to keep tally of how many songs Emily chooses that are Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> Somebody make a count. Um, for mine, what I just scrolled through, I chose "I Want It All" from High School Musical Three because I do. I want it. I want it. I want it. The fame and the fortune and more. I want the world, Her. nothing less. All the glam and the press only giving me the best reviews. Okay? <laughs> she want it all. <laughs> I want to be on the Broadway. Okay? That's it. Yeah. No, none of that Tokyo, Moscow, Bollywood, LA, Sydney, and Buenos Aires. None of those. Well, maybe. <laughs> I can go to West End. Want to Olivier? <laughs> but I want it all. I'm so sorry about the product. It was going to be scared. I couldn't find one. But I thought I was like, damn, that's it. That's it. So, yeah. That's that's it. That's the episode. Tune in next week when uh, we talk about the actuality, aka the Lady oh. Gaga episode. Perfect. Get a rush. We love <laughs> it. First about the Shelby Corcoran. Um, yeah. So, follow us on our social media. Oh my, oh my <laughs> god, are we doing this again? Instagram. No. Okay. Would I click please pod? I mean, I guess you can follow. I barely be tweeting. I be forgetting sometimes. I only tweet on my own ever since my account got suspended. <laughs> yeah. I always forget about our Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> I mean... I mean, you, you know, you're not going to get followers on there unless you get followers on your podcast. Nobody yeah. would follow a podcast account on Twitter. <laughs> I don't blame you. Oh, well. But we are getting close to 200 followers on Instagram. Burr, burr. We'll take it. Um, yep. Take one step. <laughs> anyway, Jordan Sparks, stream her music, bro. Uh huh. Okay. That's it, guys. It's been a blast. Blast and a half. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Gleek Please with Emily and Lauren. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gleek Please Podcast and on Twitter at Gleek Please Pod. And follow our main accounts on Instagram at It's Emily Dick and at Lauren Gitis. That's L-X-U-R-E-N-G-I-T-I-S. Send us your thoughts on the episode and future episodes via email at gleekplease at gmail.com or send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash gleekplease. 